This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. A spinning supermassive black hole at the center of our galaxy. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Dr. Giacomo Fragione, Research Assistant Professor and Sierra Fellow at Northwestern University. Welcome, Dr. Fragione. Well, thank you. What kind of work does Sierra do? So Sierra is uh, um, it's uh, an acronym for Center for Interdisciplinary Exploration and Research in Astronomy and Astrophysics. So what we do there is, uh, um, as the title says, we do research in astrophysics. So there are many groups at Sierra. There are people like me that uh, dedicate most of the research to work on uh, black holes. And we have a large group of people that is in the uh, LIGO collaboration that is essentially the collaboration that um, discovers and finds uh, black hole merging in the universe. There are also other groups that work on something different like uh, gamma ray bursts and other observational related stuff. You and your colleague, uh, Dr. Ave Loeb, just published findings on your study of the black hole at the center of our galaxy. Tell us about that. Yes, so it was a very, uh, very exciting study that we developed um, this summer. And uh, it's actually one of the uh, kinds of works I like the most because it's like the kind of works that you look to the observations and you immediately realize that you can do something with these observations. In our specific case was to use these new observations to put constraint on the rotation, what we call in, in astronomy, the spin of the supermassive black hole. And it was very nice, this work, because essentially we used very simple equations, very, a very simple approach, and we derived a very nice limit on the rotation of the supermassive black hole in the center of our galaxy. How far away is Sagittarius A and how massive is it compared to other central galaxy black holes? <clears throat> yeah, so with respect to us, uh, Sagittarius A star is at about 8.3 kiloparsecs. Okay, so it's uh, like, so imagine that to give a reference, uh, uh, our orbit around the sun is uh, one AU, that's one astronomical units. A parsec is uh, uh, 200,000 AU. So eight kiloparsecs is like 8,000 uh, times the parsec size. So it's much, much farther than our sun. The mass of our supermassive black hole is uh, of the order of 4 million solar masses. So this is, for us, it, it can be like very massive because it's like 4 million times our sun but uh, it's, actually, uh, uh, it's actually a small uh, baby compared to other supermassive black holes out there. So there are supermassive black holes that can be as massive as a billion solar masses. 
how do you measure the spin of a black hole? I mean, what instruments and techniques do you use? Yeah, so to measure the spin of this uh, black hole, it's uh, not the easiest thing to do. So black holes, according to Einstein relativity, they are described by two parameters that are, that is uh, their mass and their spin. Okay, so the mass is somewhat easier to measure compared to the spin because uh, there are many techniques to do that. While for the spin, for example, a way to measure it is through observing the emission from the uh, black hole. For example, if the black hole has a jet, we can measure that. Or this is for supermassive black hole. For smaller black holes, as the ones that uh, LIGO observes merging, you can infer that through the signal you get at the merger. So now for our supermassive black hole, this, is, uh, uh, this has been uh, a bit more difficult because we haven't observed that jet so far. Okay, so we cannot put direct constraints on the spin. So our only chance to do that is to observe the motion of the uh, closest stars to the supermassive black hole. So these stars are called in astronomy S stars and uh, they hang around there very close to the supermassive black hole at the speeds that are uh, a fraction of the speed of light, so extremely high velocities. And so essentially you can constrain the spin of the supermassive black hole looking at the motion of these objects. What does a black hole spin tell us about the object, the conditions in, in which they exist and their effect on nearby stars? Yes, so the spin essentially tell, tells us the uh, rotation of a supermassive black hole. And uh, um, in theory, the spin can be either zero, that is no rotating black hole, and t up to unity. This unity is actually in units of the velocity of light. So if you say a black hole has a spin of one, it means that it's actually rotating at the speed of light. Okay, this is quite surprising because you can imagine that you can say, okay, oh, how can a guy of four um, million solar masses rotate at velocity of light? So this is puzzling for, for people to think of that, but actually uh, various supermassive black holes have been, uh, um, have been found to have a very high spin, as high as 0.9. So this means that they are rotating at 90% uh, uh, of the velocity of light, okay? And actually they emit very powerful jets. And for our supermassive black hole, instead the, the, the question is a bit different, is that so how can we measure this? So in the future, when the Event Horizon Telescope is going to release the data and to give us a very nice picture as uh, it did for M87, uh, we might be able to infer the spin of our supermassive black hole by studying this image. But again, this image is, can be understood only if proper numerical models are developed. And these numerical models depend again on the mass and, and on the spin of the supermassive black hole. So now the question is, how do we constrain the, super, the spin of the supermassive black hole in the center of our galaxy? Okay, so again, as I said, we can use these uh, stars that are very close to the supermassive black hole because according to uh, Einstein theory, uh, whenever a star is very close to a rotating object, so if this rotating object is massive enough, like a very massive black hole, this object can tilt the orbital plane of the star. Okay, till the point the orbital plane of the star coincides with the equator of the black hole. Okay, 
So this means basically that, you know, if you are somewhere in the space around the rotating black hole that is not within the equator of the black hole, the black hole will drag you such that at the end of the day, you will end up on this equator plane. And that point you will be at peace. So there will be no more drag given by the spin of the supermassive black hole. So, yeah, so, and for the, the center of our galaxy, we have these stars that are very close to supermassive black hole. And they are on, uh, they are, um, they lie basically on two uh, roughly uh, perpendicular planes. And so essentially one can ask the question, okay, but if I look to these objects and they are on two orthogonal planes, what about this effect that is called the lens steering effect or frame dragging? So now the point is that if they are on these two planes, it must be that uh, the spin of the black hole is not too high because otherwise we would not observe today these two planes because the orbits of these stars would have been uh, reshuffled by, by today. And so essentially looking at this uh, uh, geometrical and spatial distribution of the orbits of the S stars, you can put constraint on the spin of the supermassive black hole in our galactic center. So how does our knowledge of black holes help us conduct operations in Earth orbit and develop missions to the Moon and Mars? Yeah, so what you can uh, think of is that, uh, um, is that the situation of uh, a star around a supermassive black hole as we have in the center of our galaxy is uh, equivalent in terms of mass ratio what the mass ratio, I mean, the ratio of the mass of the black hole to the, to the stars is uh, roughly equivalent to uh, the situation where you have a satellite around the earth, okay? And so basically the same effect that uh, the stars that are very close to the supermassive black hole in the center of our galaxy experience given by this frame dragging effect, satellites that rotate around the earth experience the same basically because also the earth is rotating and so essentially we this is the beauty of uh, physics we can apply exactly the same equations we have just to change uh, the masses of the objects but as i said the mass ratio is uh, roughly the same and so essentially we can observe similar effects around the supermassive black hole in our galactic center with the s stars or either with satellites around our planet Dr. Giacomo Fragione, Research Assistant Professor and Sierra Fellow at Northwestern University. Thank you so much for joining. If somebody wants to connect with you, what's the best way they can do that? Yeah, so I have a, a website. So if you just type on Google my first and last name, the first entry should be my website and the second entry should be my uh, page at, at Sierra Northwestern. So there you can find all my emails and uh, Skype and Zoom, whatever, and you know, feel free to reach me any moment. Sounds good, thanks again. Thank and you. Find, yeah, and find more of my interviews right here or at tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.